You are listening to the Power and Pros Podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? You are tuned in to another episode of the Power and Pros Podcast. I have been trying to hype myself up y'all earlier this year i felt i hit a certain level of productivity and considering all the waves of the pandemic i was proud to reach that space where i felt like i was actually getting things done (laughs) and then life happens and as life happens we can find ourselves striving to get back to where we used to be to that place where we felt like we were on top of the mountain we were getting all of the things done and we were unstoppable when in reality that shouldn't be the destination which is a hard pill for me to swallow that getting back to the old desk to the old way I used to do things is not where I should be going and that's because God is always looking for the opportunity to do a new thing in our lives and the lives of those around us. And when we expect the same from God, we limit him showing up as the almighty God that he is. It limits him and our view of how we think about him. And therefore it limits our view of ourselves. And so I wanted to kind of share with you guys how I'm hyping myself up without having to look back to go forward. So first, as always, we're going to get into the power punch of the week and then we'll get into it. This piece is called Lose Your Life to Find It. Remove the wrapping from, re-move. Wrapping on the casing, move, re-re-re-move. No more wrapping, undone, done over, made over, made new. Whole, made, made to move. Can't move with the wrapping. No testimony in the wrapping. Purpose found outside the wrapping, re-move, come undone. Oh, this one is good, y'all. You'll really get to see why in the episode I'm going to be talking about Lazarus. And in John eleven forty four, Jesus gave an instruction to Lazarus to be unwrapped and to go forward. And when I think about becoming unwrapped, It's really a process. It's something that is not natural to us. It's something that can be painful, that can take a lot of courage to do, that takes a lot of faith to do because you're leaving something that brought you comfort and you're going to a newness. And I feel that is so present in my life right now as I talked about moving in my latest episode. As I think about things that I want to do with the show, okay, as I think about myself and the woman that I'm growing going to be. There's just so much coming undone that's happening in this season, in our world, in our nation. There are things that are coming undone and thoughts and ideologies that we have that we're having to rethink about, resurface, restructure, to remove. And in doing that, it's really a beautiful process because as you lose your life, as you lose what you thought was a way to do something, as you lose an ideology that you had, most of the time you're picking up something that's so much more greater. It's rooted in something so much more deep. It has more depth. It has more weight on it. And you start to walk your life in a different way. You lose your life 
to find it. And so with this piece, I really wanted to just capture what that sounds like when I say re, 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 move all of it is repetition and that's what it feels like when you're going through those moments in those stages of life is things just happening over and over again you're getting deja vu you're repeating the same action you're wondering if you're going to get a new result and at the end of the day you're coming undone to be made new to be made whole in Christ he's empowering you to be who you need to be to go forth as you need to go forth in the newness that he allows us to have and so that's that piece is about it I hope it inspires you to come undone in your own way. Y'all, there was a spider on my bathroom floor. I walked in, turned on the light and saw that it was there. Thankfully, it was dead, child. But I would have to remove it for it to no longer dwell in my space. Before I got rid of it, for some reason, I like closed my eyes and I got this vision of the spider being huge. I'm talking like big, larger than life, way bigger than what it actually was. If you've ever watched Harry Potter and you know Aragon, it's like this big spider. It was like that size when I closed my eyes and it was taking up half of the bathroom. It was long legs everywhere. I immediately opened my eyes and I had to remind myself that the spider was dead and not only was it dead but it was way smaller than I was making it up in my mind to be I was given a spider power that it did not have and my next thought was the spider large again but then I saw a huge shoe kill it and that made me feel a little bit better I don't know why I closed my eyes and had that thought but that happens so often where we'll be faced with something something's in front of us and we'll see it for what it is and then we'll still choose to make it larger than life to make it larger than what it actually is and it strips away our power remembering that I had more authority over the spider I got enough courage to get my broom and remove the spider from the bathroom. So in that moment, I had a choice. I could be so afraid to stand in my power that I didn't pick up the spider and that I began to speak negatively to myself and ultimately not be able to enjoy my space. And that has happened. There's been times I'm like, I cannot do this right now. And it causes me to be uncomfortable. Then I start to talk bad about myself because it's like, why couldn't you do this? Or how come you didn't get a jump start on this? People are watching you X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. So that was a choice that I had to tap into again, or I can stand in the authority that God gives me and move accordingly. And that is the choice that we have each and every time that we wake up, each and every time that we log into work, each and every time that we communicate with our community, those who aren't our community, but they just happen to be around us at the time, each and every time we engage with our family, each and every time that we're going after our dreams, our goals, our businesses, we have two choices to be so afraid. Or to stand in the authority that God gives you. And there are many moments in life where you'll be faced with this same thing. Moving forward while removing some things. Moving forward while removing some things. Last episode I shared that I'm in a new apartment, okay? And so imagine if I let this spider ruin my bathroom for me. And I love my bathroom. I spent, like my shower yesterday was the longest shower ever. <laughs> because I just love that space. So imagine if... 
I was so fearful and I stripped myself of my power so much so that I robbed myself of the opportunity to stand in and enjoy a blessing that God has afforded me to have. Imagine that. Sometimes moving forward is going to cause you to remove some things. And when God calls you, there will be maintenance in the stewardship that he's calling you to. And so I'm called to this apartment. I'm called to record here and to host here and like all of these things, right? But there's going to be maintenance that comes with me stewarding this apartment. I'm going to have to clean, okay? I'm going to have to make sure that I'm putting things in their proper place. There are different things that have to happen in order for me to maintain and steward what God has blessed me with. To go forward, I'm going to have to remove some things. It's the same thing with the spider, and it's the same thing for all of the areas of our lives. Lately, I've been reading in John, John 11 specifically, and it's talking about how Lazarus is dead. His sisters, Mary and Martha, were going to Jesus, and they were upset because their brother was dead and they felt that if God was there, if Jesus was there, then Lazarus would still be alive. And so Jesus weeps, then he goes to raise Lazarus from the dead. But I wanted to focus specifically on John 11, 43 and 44. So first of all, Lazarus was dead, like dead, dead. <laughs> and it was custom to wrap dead bodies in cloth to preserve their bodies in the tomb. It was a form of protection. And so in John eleven forty three, we see Jesus call Lazarus from the dead with a loud voice. It reads, after he said this, he shouted with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. Verse 44 continues, the dead man came out bound hand and foot with linen strips and with his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, unwrap him and let him go. So here we see we have an instruction and an action. So first, Jesus went to God on behalf of Lazarus. He went to God on behalf of Lazarus. So right before 43, Jesus looks up and he's talking to the father and he's like, you talk to me all the time, but I'm thankful that I'm talking to you right now in front of these people. So that way, when I do what I'm about to do, they'll know it's because of you. And so Jesus went to God on behalf of Lazarus. Second, he shouted. We talk all the time about God speaking in a small voice, how you could miss him. People talk all the time about how they don't know if God is speaking to them, if they can hear God's voice. They second guess things. Jesus shouted in this moment. And then thirdly, Jesus gave an instruction. When we go to use our voices in our respective atmospheres, we have to know first that we have an advocate going to God for us on our behalf. Jesus and the Holy Spirit never stop working for us. Never. They never stop. They never clock out. The day is never done. We have an ever-present help. And when I went into my bathroom, the spider was already dead. Come on, somebody. The spider was already dead. That wasn't work that I personally had to do, but an act of God that was completed on my behalf. And it's a small thing, but it's not a small thing because God doesn't change, right? He's the same in every avenue. So if he can make the spider dead and I don't have to deal with that, and all I have to do is remove it from the space to further prove that I honor him 
in the blessing of my new apartment that he's given me, I, that's a little bit easier. I can, I can stomach that. I can do that. Right. And it comes in different avenues of our lives. There'll be things that we'll encounter that are dead. And there'll be things that'll happen that, um, you don't have to do the work for that guy will handle it for you. He'll act on your behalf. And that is a beautiful thing. And he does it constantly. It's all the time. He wakes you up on your behalf so you can get some things done. So you can do some work upon earth because he don't need you here. You know what I mean? And so what happens most of the time is we don't tap into that or recognize that because we don't truly, truly, truly understand the depths of which Jesus and the Holy Spirit that he left us are our advocates. They're our advocates. They work with us and for us. They talk to the big homie God at all times of the day, all hours of the night for you. They're mentioning your name. Next. We have to believe that we know God's voice and that he willingly communicates with us. God willingly communicates with us. Sometimes we doubt ourselves because we aren't sure if it's God, if it's a God idea, if it's our idea. And you want another sign because you heard God, but you weren't sure if you heard God. Come on. Have y'all, do y'all feel that? Like there are times when I'm like, okay, well, I've something, something's telling me to do X, Y, Z, but I want to make sure that the something is God. And I think that that's great. And it's good to make sure that your discernment's on points, good to make sure that your bias that we all have are not being turned up in that moment. It's good to make sure that we're walking within the will of God. But what I'm having to remember is that one, God chases us down. He chases us down more than we think. And the more that we seek him, the louder his call is. We just have to trust that he's the one that's speaking to us. A lot of times when we don't move on something later on, we'll see maybe a glimpse of what would happen if we would have moved or we'll see somebody else that's doing something slightly similar. And we're like, dang, imagine if I moved with the authority that God called me to how would that look like if that was me? And we sit in that moment and then now we're sitting with regret, envy, jealousy, self-loathing, disappointment. We're all these subsequent things just because we questioned God's voice. God speaks to you constantly and it's in a unique way that only you would recognize. He's so personal with us. And when he speaks the louder that he gets, the more that you should feel empowered to speak your truth loudly, to stand in what he's called you to, to give your message a chance to breathe in the earth and for people to consume it. When he speaks to you, it's not on accident. It's not a trial run. He's not going to change his mind. He's at where he at and he's just waiting on you to get on the same page with him. And so believe that God willingly speaks to you and trust what he says. And lastly, moving to new phases of our lives will require work. You've been through some things, past experiences, past traumas, past hurts, and some experiences have shaped how you present yourself today. Just like Lazarus's thin linen cloth, you have walls wrapped around you to protect you. We all do. It's natural. It's our custom. If something happens, protection is needed. 
Okay. Protection is really needed in certain situations and certain seasons from certain things, certain people. Okay. And so protection is not a bad thing. God is our protector. Jesus died on the cross to protect us from he- from hell for all of eternity. So protection is not a bad thing. But what happens when God calls you to be unwrapped from what you needed before? Lazarus was dead. And so he needed the cloth around his body to preserve his body in death, in the tomb. But now that Jesus had went to God on Lazarus' behalf and then called to Lazarus, he called Lazarus to come out and then gave the instruction that they unwrap him and let him go. It didn't say let him go and then we can heal the rags to fall along the way. You have to unwrap him and then let him go. What? is wrapped around you right now what's wrapped around you what did you need in a previous season that God may be calling you to untangle yourself with in order for you to go into this new season moving forward takes work it's not just getting a word and walking in a blessing you may need to step out on more faith than ever before you may need to say some things that you never said before and you may have to unwrap yourself from things that protected you at one point but if God calls you to it he'll walk with you through it that's it he'll walk with you through it but when you hold on to those things and you continue to create a cocoon around you then you can't go and fly at your full potential of what God created you to do You'll be weighed down. You'll be boggled down by those things. It'll be additional burdens that are on you. And God says that his yoke is light. The burden that he gives us is light. He's carried the heavy load. He continues to carry the heavy load. And what he does is say, when you come to me, when you listen to me, when you follow my instruction, you don't need the same cases. You don't need the same wrappings that you needed before. Because I am your wrapping, I'm your protection, I'm your covering, I'm the one that's going to carry you into this next season. I've already been in your next season, I know what's happening. So let me protect you. And protection is in every word that I say. God lets us know what to do and how to do it and when to do it and who to do it with as protection. You don't have to figure out all the parameters on your own. He willingly communicates to us. And it communicates to us so specifically that what is a shout for you is a shout for you. It's a God shout specifically for your ears to hear, for your heart to take heed to. If he calls you to it, he'll walk with you through it. But you have to trust him enough to unwrap yourself from the things that protected you before. I didn't remember Lazarus after he was brought back to life when I read John previously. But if you come with me to John 12, 2, here he is. It reads, so they gave a dinner for him there. Martha was serving them and Lazarus was one of those reclining at the table with him. That's Lazarus in 4K, y'all. Lazarus in 4K, reclining at the table with him. Jesus. Lazarus went from the tomb to reclining with God. God has plans to give us life more abundantly and cause us to rest with him. Just like Lazarus is not a one-off thing. 
He calls us to the exact same rest. Our job is to answer when he calls. Remember that he went to God before he called us. Jesus went to God before he called out to us and to follow his instruction. That's our job. Our job is to remember that Jesus goes before us. He went before us and to follow the instruction. The instruction has been given with your protection in mind. So you don't have to create your own cocoon, your own parameters. You don't have to pull out your caution tape. God got you. All you got to do is be obedient to show up and show out. And the more that you do it, because your yoke is light, the burden that he gives you ain't too much for you to bear. I'm telling you, when you walk with God, each step gets lighter. It'll get lighter. And it may not physically be lighter. Again, it's going to be some work, right? But you'll have a peace in exchange for anguish from before. You won't have to do all the grunt work of protection. You won't be the one seeking revenge. You'll let Jesus and God handle that, right? And so because of that, each step can be lighter because you are putting, you're doing your part and then you're putting the rest on God to meet you. You remind him of the words that he says and say, okay, you said those who follow you, you're going to be a lamp to their feet. I'm feeling it a little dark right now. What's, what's tea? What's going on? When you start to call to remembrance the thing that God said to you, when you have a God said and you flash that thing back up on him, it's like a pass. It's like, okay, all right, I'm trying to go to the next level. So remember this, remember you said this, that's what I'm telling y'all, write everything down. It helps you to remember. And then when you need to recall some stuff to God, the father, okay, you have it verbatim. The day you heard it, how you heard it, how you felt when you heard it. I've looked at past journals and seen little marks of when I cried, when I was writing, I'm okay. Emotion was swelling in this moment. I don't feel this right now. I don't feel that same belief right now. I don't feel that same faith right now. Where are you at? Remember you said this and it empowers me. It reminds me that that moment wasn't fake, that it was real. It allows me to understand God's voice, how I heard it in a past season. It makes me feel empowered that I'll hear him again. And so I'm asking y'all to do that same thing. To answer his call, we have to even remember what the call was. There are times when you'll forget. There are times when things will seem dead. But when we allow ourselves to get in tune with how God shouts out to us, we don't need the casing of protection the same way that we did in seasons past. We can move with a bit more authority, with a bit more assurance, with a bit more confidence in who God is calling us to be. And every instruction isn't going to be easy. Some calls will intimidate you. And some days you may have a hard time remembering that there is an advocate who loves you and is going to God on your behalf. I have been there. Okay. There are in some spaces now, but if you dig into the courage enough to unwrap yourself anyway, you just might find yourself reclining in the blessing of new life. Lazarus was given new life, but he had to let go of the things that marked death for him in one season. There are going to be some things that just simply can't go with you. The last episode, I talked about me having a mat in my room. It was a rug. And I used to pray on that rug. 
I used to cry on the rug. I journaled there. There were so many things that I did on that rug. That was my meeting place with God. I didn't wear my shoes on that mat. That was a that was holy ground for me to communicate with the Father and for him to communicate with me. And coming to this new apartment, I did not bring that rug with me. And it was an emotional thing for me. I I considered it the day that I felt like I was supposed to throw it away. I kept it for like another week because I wasn't ready. But that would have been a linen cloth around me, protection. If I limited myself to only meeting with God on that rug in this new space, it would have been a burden for me to do that because there's so many different spaces of my apartment that I love, right? And so if I would have kept myself wrapped around what protected me before I wouldn't be able to have the encounters that I've had with God so far I've only been in my new apartment for about a week and so far I've had so many more encounters with God in different spaces and I would have limited myself with that rug have made it to this address It was dead. It was time for it to go. And because I no longer have a roommate, this whole apartment is that rug now. You know what I'm saying? This whole apartment can be holy ground in a space where I meet with God, a space that I encounter him, a space that I cry to him, a space that I journal with him, a space that I just freely talk and worship with him. The whole place, the entire square footage versus a rug, a patch You see what I'm saying? So there are just certain things that hold us back that we don't see because they protected us at one point. We have emotional attachments to them. And if we don't unwrap ourselves, we won't be able to go forth and recline in the blessings of the new life that God has promised us and wants to freely give us. So with that, the power tool for this week is to unwrap the strips unwrap the strips often when we are called to something new we know it we know when when we're called to something when we feel so inclined if we keep seeing certain tweets or certain things on social media if you're out and about and somebody's minding their business you're minding your business but something about what they're doing just speaks to you certain ads that you see everything it just all is speaking to that faint thought that you had at one point you know we usually know the hesitancy we feel is from the desire we have to keep where what we were wrapped with in one season into the next that's a hesitancy. You don't want to let go. You're intimidated. It's like that character on Charlie Brown that walks around with that blanket. You want to keep your security blanket with you. It protected you. It smells like the past. It feels like the past. And the past is all you know. You know nothing about the future. And that can be intimidating. But you can't hold new wine and old wine skin saints. We can't do it. We have to unwrap ourselves and allow God's instruction to guide us into the newness that he has waiting for us. There's newness on the other side, but you got to let go of your security blanket. You don't need it. You'll be even more warm with the love of God and his provision and the newness that you're going to see, right? If you let go, unwrap 
the strips and go forth. So that's all I have for y'all this week, honey. And I hope that you see from my spider story and from Lazarus's story that God ain't trying to set us up for the okie doke. Like he is here with us in the middle of it. He know how hard things are, which is why before we get to John eleven forty four, Jesus wept. He understands grief, anguish, hurt, pain, disappointment, the removal of joy. He understands all of that. And he's still going to call you to go forward. He's still going to call you to let go of that thing that brought you so much security and comfort. And when you do that, you make the great exchange in letting go of your man-made thing for Jesus, for God, ain't no better protection than that. And you'll be able to do so many more things because he'll be the one empowering you and not this thing that you're holding on to. You won't have to do everything in your strength. And so I hope that this was encouraging to you all. If you are enjoying the show, let your girl know by rating and reviewing the show via Apple Podcasts. I would also love to connect with you in the PMP community. You can join by subscribing to our newsletter via the show notes or following the show on Instagram. As always, remember to profess your power and there's power in prose. Till next time.